Hi, and welcome back to the Legal Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Danny. I'm a recently qualified barrister who works in human rights and public interest law, and I also do some consultancy on the side, as well as running the website www.legaldiaries.ie and the Instagram page at legaldiaries.ie. On the podcast, we dive deep into all things health, fitness, mindset, studying, habits, dating and career, and probably so much more. I will aim to bring you the tools and actionable steps to smash your goals, inspire you to take bold action, and above all else, put yourself first. Um, Hello everyone and welcome back to another Legal Diaries podcast. I'm recording this podcast in 2020 but it is being launched in 2021 so happy new year to anyone listening. Um, So I'm joined today by the wonderful Sophie. Um, I came across Sophie on TikTok and we're going to chat all things veganism and veganuary so I might hand over to Sophie to introduce herself. Hi everyone and thanks for having me Danielle. Um, So I am a little bit of a TikToker. I don't want to say I'm a TikToker because that's a bit embarrassing. I'm 25 but um, over lockdown I was furloughed for a little while and I was cooking all the time so I had started watching other people's TikToks and thought I can give this a go. So I've been posting recipes for a couple of months now. Yeah it's so interesting. I love watching your hauls. Like every day I'm like oh she's bought something new. I'm like this is exciting. It's really fueling a dangerous addiction. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's fine. I can, I can justify buying it because I'll post a TikTok about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you are obviously yourself vegan. So can you tell for anyone listening about your journey with veganism? So how you got to where you are now? Yeah. Um, it's kind of a long story but I'll, I'll make it quick um definitely there were many reasons because I know some people will have a very straight you know I became vegan for the environment or I became vegan for my health or animals but it really was a mix of all of those reasons for me so as a kid I was obsessed with animals always have been obsessed with animals and I do remember getting upset when I was younger just thinking about farming thinking about eating animals but you know yourself, your mum cooks you dinner and you eat what's on the table. So I never really stuck to it, even though I tried a few times. Then in my later teens, I started reading more about the environmental impacts of farming um, and my health and all those other bits. And I tried Veganuary a few times actually in my late teens. And again, I would never stick to it. It was the willpower. I I would always, something would trip me up. But then lastly, um, when I was in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with MS, which is multiple sclerosis for anybody who doesn't know. Um, So I am super healthy, luckily. But while I was sort of researching how to keep myself healthy, I read a lot about different diets that would help. Um, And one of the things people talked about a lot was reducing saturated fats. And the easiest way to do that I read was to cut out animal products and it kind of all just fell into place and I thought you know what this is the perfect time like this is the sign I needed so that is when I properly started my vegan journey so that was about over three years ago now. Wow and there there's no better kind of I suppose fire than when you're doing it for your own health and your own like sustainability as a person so 
that's super interesting um like a lot of people will have the the kind of more general reasons um and i don't want to dismiss anyone's reasons for going vegan like but a lot of people will have kind of more um uh like macro like bigger considerations to the environment their love of animals but yours like is very much like a mixed personal journey what really started you um like to dedicate to being vegan um through all your research and stuff um so you had said that you'd done veganuary a few times when you were (laughs) say in your teens what are your thoughts on veganuary in general and do you think like being a like a full like vegan now for for x amount of years like what are your what are your thoughts on it I think generally it's a really good idea so kudos to whoever came up with it I do think it's I don't see any downside to be honest I think as a route to becoming vegan, that's tough. And well done to anyone who can do veganuary and stay vegan because my my personal experience is that going cold turkey, pardon the pun, is just really hard. Um, but I think one of the biggest benefits is just introducing people to the concept of not habit, having a meat-centric plate and having people who maybe have no interest in veganism, but just might see new products in the grocery store because they're promoted for veganuary and maybe makes them want to try something new, maybe even be a bit more of a flexitarian. Um, and it's, I just think it's nice to sort of introduce that to people, raise awareness. Um, I don't say, uh, yeah, I don't say a downside, but at the same time, I don't know if it's the best way to go vegan. Yeah, as you said, cold turkey, probably not the best phrase, but <laughs> I, it's a thing that I've been like, oh, I'll go vegetarian or... I'll go pescatarian and then I'll go and then once or twice I did like get, went vegan mm-hmm. but I always after about a week I trip myself up by having an egg or eating mm-hmm. a piece of cheese or so I think that kind of weaning yourself off it um slowly but surely and finding even alternatives um which Sophie's channel is very good for um her TikTok you seem to always have all these like wonderful alternatives and I'm like oh my god I must try that um and so yeah so maybe we might dive into some of the common vegan questions and I'm sure I've seen kind of your um not your reaction videos on TikTok but just kind of some people might comment some of these um and I feel like that like it's a very political thing to be vegan I don't know how like unfortunately so I think yeah so. <laughs> like you may not be intending to be political by being vegan um and have a lot of personal reasons for wanting to be, but people automatically think you're making a statement about something if that makes sense yeah no, um so one of the big things um one of the big misconceptions is that you just eat leaves um and eat <laughs> like a rabbit um what like what was that ever your fear or like how did you kind of get broaden your range of foods and stuff that you could eat as a vegan I think um I mean well first of all I can promise you it couldn't be further from the reality I would be a lot healthier if I ate like a rabbit (laughs) vegan junk food out there um but I think well I personally was probably quite lucky in that I have always loved vegetables and eaten a lot of vegetables so I wasn't really so reliant on meat I know a lot of people you know meat is on their plate every meal of the day so that's harder yeah. I get that. um but 
No, I, I, I think there's like whole food vegans. There's different strands of veganism, I feel. And this isn't, this is just what I've seen. There's people who are whole food vegans. They're really healthy. Um, you know, they're, they're really doing it for nutrition and health, which is amazing. And then there's people like me who are just obsessed with, which is hilarious. Cause I, I say I did this for my health, which is just obviously not the case anymore. Um, and I will just hunt down the dirtiest, greasiest vegan burger. I want to try it. I want to make vegan options for every junk food that I used to eat when I ate meat and, da- meat and dairy. Um, yeah, I think we could probably all do with eating more be we could probably all do with eating more veg vegans and non-vegans alike um but it's it's definitely not an issue I've ever had or I've never felt limited to salads yeah that's gas that you say that because I have I know one or two people um throughout the years that I've known um I'm one in particular who was a vegan but so unhealthy like yeah. her like go-to thing was like I'll make myself some pasta and she just lived off carbs she was like to be fair I think whenever people went vegan like 10 years ago when they went to restaurants they probably did just have two options chips or pasta and luckily yeah. it's not like that anymore um but I mean I wouldn't turn down a plate of chips anytime so yeah. <laughs> um and so when we talk about different kind of foods and stuff um like you you're from Northern Ireland aren't you I'm from Belfast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you probably like grew up with the culture of like your meat and two veg kind of a thing. Um, and they, like it's very kind of dominant, say, in like Irish and British culture. Um, what, like when you transitioned over, how difficult did you find for you to get all your protein, your um b12 your iron your calcium the kind of main ones that people will say harp on about when people are vegan they'll be like oh but you're not getting enough protein in your diet but then there was that program oh what was the netflix documentary it was last year that one no it was one where um a guy he did it for um with elite athletes oh yeah what yeah what was that I can't think of it. I'll list it in the show notes anyway for anyone interested. And it was so interesting because there were so many athletes and stuff that he met with that were vegan. Um, and some of them were even, even more kind of vegan. They were like just plant-based. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like how, how difficult do you find it for you to, to kind of fulfill all of those nutrition mm-hmm. needs? Um, well, first, it's funny that you say about the culture here and, um, you know, meat and two veg, which is funny because I just remember being a kid and my mum serving a vegetarian dinner and my dad saying, like, where's the meat? Like, he was joking, but he wasn't really joking, you know? But, yeah. he, well, he's actually pescatarian now, so, you know, he's coming along. But oh, wow. uh, in terms of nutrition, so I supplement B12 and vitamin D. Now... I think everyone, especially if you're living in the island of Ireland, you should be supplementing your vitamin D because you're not getting it from the sun yeah. um, and you're probably not getting enough from your food. So I think that is, that's important to know. Like probably most people could do with supplementing something because you're probably not eating enough veg. Mm. Um, but I suppose we're talking about ones that are specifically known for coming from meat and dairy. So um, calcium, I've tracked my food on my fitness pile lots of times. And I definitely get enough from greens, leafy greens, lentils, things like that. 
Um, also, a lot of vegan products, vegan yogurts, vegan milks are fortified um, with calcium and vitamin D, just like dairy milk is. It's also yeah. fortified. And protein, protein is always the one that comes up. And, you know, I don't really think about it and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm really yeah. healthy. So my boyfriend, he goes to the gym um, and I suppose that's the only time you do need to really think about it. And you yeah. might want to consider you know, getting a vegan protein powder, but then non-vegan bodybuilders, they would use protein powders too. So yeah. I think people put a lot of emphasis on protein, but I haven't had any problems. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to worry about it too much. Yeah. And like, I think I can imagine if you were to get a person who's a non-vegan to use something like my fitness pal to track mm-hmm. like a, just a day of their eating like yeah. noticing they're probably really deficient on like a lot of things exactly it's, it's really hard sometimes I've only used it a couple of times but you do get a little bit addicted because and I can see how people get addicted to it and that's why I wouldn't use it all the time because you want to fill up these bars but no one has a perfect diet every day no and hit all those targets every day yeah no I like it's it's a bit crazy but like it's so funny that people will go on and be like but if you have a vegan diet you can't do this but then you look at their actual diet and you're like but you're not hitting any of those anyway so exactly um so we spoke about all the different kind of say alternatives that you have so you you mentioned a lot of legumes and and um veg and obviously protein powders and stuff and some supplements that you take would you say that being a vegan is expensive or like how what what is your kind of feel um if you're if you're not hunting down the the best new vegan junk food yeah um I mean it, it obviously depends on what the benchmark is because some people will be spending a fortune on like prime cuts of meat and mm. you know expensive cheeses um whereas other people could be buying cheaper things and not being vegan and they'll feel like it's very cheap at the same time um veganism i guess substitutes are expensive there is absolutely no denying that fake cheeses fake i hate to call them that but it's what they are fake meats they are expensive um but then there's ranges on there's ranges across that spectrum i could go and buy eight vegan burgers for £2.50 in a supermarket and then in the same supermarket there'd be a different brand and it's two burgers for five pounds like that's very expensive and that's not really achievable for most people um also i guess that's one side of it the 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 fake things but if you're eating a lot of dried foods tinned foods fresh veg you can definitely do it cheaply and if you're preparing food it's cheaper but i don't want to say that and say you know so it's it can be done cheaply so you should be doing it that's not the case it's just not really attainable for a lot of people they might not have the time to prep the food it's Mm -hmm it's not necessarily accessible um so it just depends it can be done it can be done but whether or not you have the means to go out and source the food cheaply is a very different matter because convenience i know is king and you could just go and pick up yeah a a chicken dinner and it's a lot cheaper yeah and that's the thing because like i was actually in aldi with my mom today um doing a food shop and both of us randomly commented on there's kind of like a fridge section as you go into Aldi which will have kind of lunch to go kind of options Mm -hmm. and my mom and I were just looking at them and we were like there's not other than fruit (laughs) 
kind of solid there's not one other like vegan option whereas they had like dinners so like you could buy a roast dinner for like three euro and stick it in the microwave um but there was like very poor which is really interesting because I find um Aldi's become very good with like their vegan options and their vegan junk food options um and even like they do quite a lot of falafels and uh sweet potato pakora and stuff now but yeah I suppose it is just maybe preparing ahead um yeah it's yeah that's it you have to be prepared you have to kind of think ahead what am I going to eat you know if I'm going to be out for lunch where are we going to go what's the menu um which not everyone has time for and that's fine um but I mean that is improving too yeah and is your out of interest is your boyfriend vegan he is yeah which Oh, a lot wow. of people comment on my TikTok and they say, where can I find a vegan boyfriend? Which is so funny. That <laughs> helps it so much for you though, because like when you go somewhere, um, yeah. you can kind of specifically dine at the, the, the vegan kind of uh-huh. places. And that is like one of our biggest hobbies as a couple is going to eat. So it's absolutely perfect. And he, he wasn't vegan. Um, he kind of did it with me I guess but I would say he found it easier he's actually super super into it which is great because whenever it was difficult in the beginning he would kind of keep you accountable which was helpful um but yeah you're totally right it's it's very lucky I can't imagine it if he wasn't yeah because even I think of like my boyfriend and like if I was eating if I say if I was just messaging or something or even if I was around him and I was eating dinner he'd be very much like like your dad was before and be like where's the meat (laughs) you don't need to eat meat with everything (laughs) um and yeah it's so but like he's 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 off he's as well like he's open-minded so like if I was to make him something that was vegan or vegetarian I don't think he'd scoff at it but he's very like that first reaction on a dinner plate is like or if I'm saying, oh, I feel run down, he's like, you need to go to like meat and two veg. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I do eat dinner, but like, you can <laughs> always have meat in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe going back, um, you kind of said that one of your, your favorite hobbies together as a couple is to go um, try new kind of say vegan foods or new vegan eateries. Mm-hmm. How they seem to be popping up a lot more now Mm -hmm. how difficult did you find it maybe at the start when you were say dining out with friends or family who weren't vegan in Mm -hmm. terms of like say vegan options on a menu and stuff yeah um it's definitely changed you're right it's massively changed from now until even three years ago so I can't imagine being someone who was vegan a long time before that um to be fair, I can only I can probably count on one hand the amount of times where there has been nothing for me. Mm. Um, there's always something. It's not necessarily nice or what I would want to eat, but mm. um, there's always something. I can, I'm trying to remember where it was. I was somewhere and there was nothing. And I actually, you know, like hangry tears when you're so hungry. Yeah. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And I left and had to just go to a corner shop and get a packet of crisps. I can't remember where that was. That's so that so wasn't ideal. <laughs> but I would have been <laughs> devastated. I know it was not a proper meal. I mean, I love beige food, but a packet of crisps was not substantial. Um, but most places are flexible too. Um, you know, they'll, they'll make it without 
X ingredient or mm. they'll change it. So yeah, I think it's a good time to be vegan because anywhere you go now, Belfast is absolutely brilliant for food for mm. everyone and everywhere has a few options, if not an entire vegan menu now, which is just incredible. Like what a time to be alive. And bigger cities, if you go to London, oh my God, it's actually vegan paradise. <laughs> <laughs> so like I wish they'd open up like a, a delicious a la cafe here in Ireland yes or like and there's there's so many like little kind of things that they would probably have um but like Dublin I think is getting a lot better I've seen quite a lot um I'm on like food side of TikTok so I see a few Irish people um who have gone to the new vegan place well I say new it's just new because I haven't actually been there but I think it's open a few months ago, a few months now, it's in Dublin. Oh, it's like place. Yeah. Is it that place? Yeah. I keep seeing that on TikTok. I am dying to go. I can't. I, I keep seeing it as well because, like, I love brunch and I love like going out and like I haven't um like I'm gonna do Veganuary this year um Ooh. but I would eat meat but I'm not a massive meat eater like I wouldn't eat that much red meat anyway um and it'd mainly be things like chicken and fish but yeah. uh and I could easily go a day with just not eating meat and not really like I wouldn't I wouldn't actively be thinking about the fact that I haven't eaten meat whereas I know some of my friends they'd be like I haven't had like meat all day and I'm like you don't have to have you it to feel faint like I haven't yeah. had a problem with. um but Dublin as well there's some great places we love going down and What's the, there's a place called Sova Vegan Butcher. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, and there's a place. Um, I think it's like I I want to say it's called like Lemon or something. Mm. Maybe it's not. It's like a vegan bakery that's opened. Um, I've heard of, I've heard yeah. of Pog. There's a place called I think it's called Pog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a few. Like there's quite a lot. It's good. Yeah, Definitely options and also the vegan donuts, which. Sweet yeah. things, maybe laughing. Um, I find a lot of restaurants will obviously prioritize your main, and then you, everyone else is having desserts, and you're like, because mm, I'm definitely a dessert person, and sometimes I just can't get anything. <laughs> it's so funny though, because like that you say that, because when I was in King's training to be a barrister, we have to do these like dinings. Um, mm -hmm. And whenever we used to go dining, like once or twice, there was a person at my table that was vegan or say, uh, some had some intolerance so they couldn't say because most of the desserts had like dairy in them so say uh -huh. if they were like dairy or lactose intolerant they couldn't have that so they just got whatever the vegan option was and like majority of the time they definitely just like figured out what fruit they had in the back and put it in a bowl and they were like there's a fruit salad <laughs> always it's yeah. so sad but it's always I think it's that that's definitely where people get let down like it's always yeah yeah and what so now maybe if we transition from the kind of more fun kind of experimenting food wise um side of veganism one big thing that I know a lot of people in kind of spheres that I would um like friend groups and stuff um when I because a lot of my friends and I were really into sustainability um but one question or one big topic that always arises is agriculture in Ireland um mm -hmm. and obviously it, it's such say a money maker for the Irish economy mm -hmm. 
what would have like what it what what's your feelings around that or what do you think needs to be done like do you like like if everyone was to go vegan overnight would that then put a lot of farmers like do the do the yeah. government need to start kind of putting money into I don't know like greener agriculture or like yeah, yeah. no I I get what you're saying um and I can understand as well why it is close to home for a lot of people especially in Ireland um it's it's a hard one because well as you say if everyone went vegan overnight it's it's a complete hypothetical like it's it's never gonna happen yeah so it's 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 hard to imagine I don't know what would happen in that situation but I am very much of the school of thought that if everyone reduces a little bit it will make a huge impact and yeah you know, if that did, if what you say, you know, everyone went vegan and it happened over the case of decades or more likely centuries, and it, you know, it probably still won't ever happen. I guess new industries would just form, and our farming industry would diversify to use land to do other things, to grow crops rather than to have livestock grazing, which would be far more sustainable and environmentally friendly anyway. Um, I guess the industry would just change, and absolutely, I think the government would have to push it in a certain direction mm. but I don't it's a hard one because although I personally would never eat meat I just I would never want to say no one should eat meat because I just I really believe for the reasons that I'm vegan if if everybody minimized it if everyone reduced by 70 percent we wouldn't have to have mass factory farming. You know, we yeah. wouldn't need, we could do all these things in a more sustainable way. I would never eat it, but I would never judge someone for doing it. And yeah, I think there's definitely a change needs to happen. And I mean, farming in Ireland absolutely is not the worst culprit on a global scale. Oh, yeah. Of course not. Of course not. And I, and I know people whose families are farmers and I, I you know, it, you know how small it is here. Everybody knows yeah. someone who does something. But, um, yeah, I think it just needs to change. It, it needs to change and it'll take a long time. Um, but people's attitudes will change through the generations. So I don't think it'll be like an overnight shift and you know, people will be upset, yeah. families will be ruined. I, it won't be like that. I think it'll be a natural thing that happens over time. Yeah. And I, like, I'm, I'm a big advocate of the, I don't know if you've ever read the sustainable diet, the study that came out, geez, I think it was about a year and a half ago now. Or maybe it was a year. It was basically like the ideal diet people would have to have yeah. um, for sustainable. How much was it? it? It's it said the amount of meat that you should eat, and it was like grams, but it was bloody tiny. Yeah, it was really low. So it was like you should have like the red meat was barely was minuscule, and then like poultry and stuff like that was a bit bigger, and mm. then there was fish, and then everything else was. So basically, you'd go probably about three days a week without having meat depending on how you planned your meals for the week mm -hmm. and I'd be a huge advocate for that because yeah. if you don't want to give up meat well just have your like no meat Monday at home or yeah. fish Friday or something like there's loads of kind of different inventive things that I know my friends and their family sometimes do yeah. um and like and just, you know what like yeah. I will not deny that meat tastes good so if people want to eat meat that's fine but as time passes, the substitutes will get better and they're better mm. for the environment. They're better for your health. You know, you can just swap to one of those one day a week if you can't face not having meat on your plate. And that will become more affordable as time passes too. Yeah. Like, cause I said like um, earlier, like I'm not a big massive red meat person, 
Mm-hmm. So sometimes say if my mum was making a spaghetti bolognese and I really wasn't in the mood for the red meat part of it, mm-hmm. I've used the corn alternative so many times. Yeah. And exactly. it's, it's, it's just box. not as heavy or something. And, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe the government will subsidise brands like that who are pushing things in a more green direction. Who knows what yeah, will happen? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hope, though, because I think a lot of people are kind of, if you think of, like, lower classes, are kind of priced out of the market. Absolutely. It's so... Yeah. It's not even an option for a lot of people, and a lot of the options are just... It's it's not doable. And I, But... Yeah, it kind of has to start that way, unfortunately, because the demand is so low. Yeah, but like, as I said, like places like Aldi and stuff, which are, they yeah. are the cheaper level of, um, say, family supermarkets that people do a shop in. I like, thought I wish have... we had Aldi. <laughs> oh, do you not have Aldi? You know, I've never stepped foot in an Aldi and see after having TikTok and seeing loads of, especially Scottish people, posting about all the great stuff that's in Aldi. I am dying. I might drive down south just to go to Aldi. Amazing. <laughs> like dupes that they do so do you know I don't even want to say in case Aldi come after me but um, <laughs> they have like all I'll say is they have sour watermelon yes I know the ones <laughs> yeah and like the the strawberry ones and pineapple ones oh and they have, they have some lions which are versions <laughs> of other animal sweets that are out there mm-hmm. but they do loads of like um like I love sweet potato pakora and stuff mm-hmm. and falafel and they do like loads of and like really low price points like I think they're like two euro or something after this I'm immediately googling what's the closest Aldi to the border (laughs) yeah I think you'd easily get one in Monaghan is Monaghan close to you yeah definitely definitely get one in Monaghan right put that on the list for after lockdown you're like before Christmas after this I must venture to Aldi but yeah. like you and your, your boyfriend's vegan as well so it can be mm-hmm. a day out for you, you oh my god can you imagine the haul yeah. <laughs> I literally we were in it today and like my mom kept giving me out um because she was like oh do you want you like those sweets don't you and she's pointing to like the the vegan ones and even like taste yeah but I prefer the texture of them I agree. Yeah, because I've had the the Marxies piggies before yeah. I was vegan, and the vegan ones are better. They're nicer. And my I remember last Christmas when my mum loves Percy pigs, mm-hmm. um, and I remember her being like, because where we are, there isn't like an M and S um close to us, but I was based up in Dublin, so there was one literally beside where I was living. Mm-hmm. Mum was like, "Oh, will you bring me home some of those Percy pigs?" So <laughs> I brought home assuming she just wanted the regular ones mm-hmm. they don't taste the same they're not as nice as the ones you had before Aww. and I was like oh my god even you prefer the texture <laughs> um just bend the other ones no one likes them yeah um so my next kind of question is then um getting into the more kind of like bougier topics bougier <laughs> foods um and stuff how like there's certain things that I'm like are such go-tos for me that I'm like how do you cope with them like eggs is one Mm. and cheese is another (laughs) cheese Um, like the biggest one (laughs) yeah and like yogurt is fine because I prefer the vegan alternative so um the Alpro um Greek style yogurt is like the best thing ever that's so good isn't it yeah and yeah, with some granola in it with some like seeds and stuff 
so good. Yeah, so the good. dessert yogurts they have, so oh good. Those chocolate ones, I know. Yeah. And they're actually, they're very reasonably priced, actually, I think. Yeah, no, they are. They're only, like, I think two euro or something. But yeah. I remember I, because I was craving one day really randomly, do you know those mixed Capri pots you can get? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, why didn't they have a vegan one of these? And I was like, oh, wait, I have the Alfa Soya ones at home. So I got a, a bar of, like, dark lint chocolate mm. and crushed some up and put it in the yogurt heaven and it was like a vegan <laughs> adult version of a cat See, why, why do restaurants just bloody give you that when they come up with a fruit salad I'll i know that'd be so much better but, but um so what yeah. do you, what do you do for all those kind of alternatives so what do you do for eggs or were you ever a big egg person i no <laughs> i was never a big egg person oh. i wouldn't i mean if i went out for brunch I would have had maybe had a poached egg the odd time. It was, to be honest, more because it looked nice. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't mad enough. for it. But um, let me think. Okay, so I would, if I was making a fry, I would make scrambled tofu. And I know people will be like, what? It's, it's like, it is like scrambled egg. My, I've, my parents eat eggs and they've tried my scrambled tofu. I, it honestly is. The texture is. And you can put, um, see people listen to this and be like, who's going to have time for that? It is yeah. a lot of effort. So you put this thing called Indian black salt or Kalanamak in it. And it's made out of sulfur. So it smells like eggy. So that gives you the smell. You put a little bit of um, turmeric in, give you the yellow color and then you can put whatever else you want in. I like putting veg in just because I'm obsessed with vegetables but that does look like scrambled eggs and then when it comes to baking I'm not good at baking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a baker um, but I have seen people use aquafaba, the water from chickpeas. Yeah. You can actually buy that now in a, in a carton in supermarkets like so you don't have to buy a tin of chickpeas. Um, and it a hundred percent works. I've, I don't, I'm not good at baking, but I've had a lot of vegan bakes from shops and cafes. So obviously there is a way to do it because they're able to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen like my friends, um, who would do vegan bakes. Like there's, you can have like a flax egg, like yeah. flaxseed egg to give That's you, like I, yeah. And chia as well. I think, yeah. They just give you the binding because that's all the egg I think mainly does in baking is the exactly. binding all the, the different things together. But I would miss, um, I just love boiled eggs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really random, I know. I don't know what it is, but like at least once a week, I will have like a boiled egg and toast yeah. for like breakfast. And I guess eggs are one of the ones that a lot of people will stay vegetarian for because they might have their own chicken or yeah. chicken and they eat their eggs. I know that there is quite a lot of debate over that. Um, but no, I would never have eaten a boiled egg so I, I don't have anything <laughs> <to miss. laughs> um and cheese you do have a good few for cheese because you're putting yes. together or maybe you have put it together already your vegan cheese board I am ugh, festive season aka cheese board season I am so ready um <laughs> you, I mean go to Tesco's or Sainsbury's is pretty good as well and Applewood brand so they do dairy cheese right I've never had it before actually but Applewood they do a smoked cheese it's amazing um Ooh. the Violife cheeses they have a full range the mature cheddar one is very good there's a brand called Follow Your Heart I think it's American and they do lots of different types and um, they do a pepper jack one that's really good 
and there's this one called Mexicana and it's like spicy cheese and then I've also seen on TikTok that Sainsbury's at the minute are doing a camembert it's called I think it's called no what's it called I don't know but there's only one so you'll find it if you you google it um I'm gonna have to pick that up there's so many different types and I don't I'm definitely used to them I think I won't lie to you and say they're really like cheese because they don't melt exactly like dairy cheese but especially in recipes and a lot of them my parents would try and they do eat cheese sometimes not dairy cheese and they'll say oh that's a good one or oh that one's a wee bit too yeah. soft you know it, it is a bit hit and miss and everyone's tastes are different because I yeah. know some vegans will say god that Tesco's cheese smells like feet it's awful and I'm like yeah. oh I like it <laughs> yeah but, there's that's the great thing there's so many options and I think the one of the most important things is when you're going vegan is try and see it as like a fun activity like a new hobby you can go out and try all these new things you know you have to put a positive spin on it because instead of feeling like oh no I have this restriction now yeah you're like oh yay I'm gonna pick this up and see what it's like you know yeah or like try a veg you've like never tried before yeah I tried um, celeriac this year for the first time it's absolutely delicious celeriac is like turn up isn't it it's the ugliest looking big lump ever it doesn't yeah. look like turn up it's really good <laughs> it's like white and it has like a weird head mm. kind of head. So yeah <laughs> um what um yeah because but like every time I go in like I look at the because in our local Dunn stores there's like a a kind of vegany kind of section and I always like because I've tried the Violife smoked cheese before mm-hmm. the slices mm-hmm. um but I've always looked at the section but they're so expensive like it just breaks my yeah. heart um but I suppose like if you were gonna do it once a year say for Christmas like today we yeah. did our Christmas shop we literally picked up the cheeses for the cheese board because if you don't have a cheese board do you ever celebrate <laughs> Christmas exactly um so we picked up ours but it's so interesting to hear that there's like flavored like the Mexicana one mm. and the the black pepper one so maybe so, next Christmas maybe Veganuary will convert me completely yeah um who knows <laughs> yeah because I suppose if you're only buying it for that once off you can kind of splash out and you yeah. I, I think what you've done is you've bought kind of bit by bit exactly yeah I, so like you're, you're not bankrupting so yourself all at once <laughs> exactly and I mean they're really really bad for you so I yeah it's not something I eat all the time so I can kind of justify it every while for a wee treat and then also like a block of Cathedral City cheddar is like a fiver I know you get more weight so yeah my gram it is a lot cheaper but I I I don't know that it's just not something I would have ever really bought before so maybe I didn't realize Um, yeah yeah it uh, yeah it does depend on what brand you go for it but like mm-hmm. cheese obviously tastes good but like it's not good for you at all like regular cheese even like I know everyone's like oh you gotta get your dairy but I'm like but it's so full of saturated fat yeah. even though I eat it and I enjoy eating it but, which is good which is fine sometimes yeah. yeah exactly and then what are some of your other kind of good vegan so have you had any like what's your best vegan find like you specifically went out looking for say a vegan alternative and what's your kind of accidental favorite vegan things that you loved before maybe and they just happened to be vegan hmm, let me think about I'll think about my accidental one first 
what do I like? <laughs> There's so many things. Um, I know Oreos are vegan, which is yeah. Cool because jelly tops are vegan as well. Yeah, and those are things you can pick up in like any random shop. Yeah, and they're the kind of like accidental vegan things that you discover yeah. when you so, transition. You've asked me for one, and now I'm like listing them. There are also a lot of meat flavored crisps, which is absolutely bizarre. Are vegan, which what? is pretty. I know it's kind of concerning. Like, why? What is that flavor made of? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm like. I'm like, what is the, what? Like, this is clearly not beef. Like, what does yeah. it contain? Like, what is the flavor? But yeah, that's that's a good one um, for snacks. And then things that are vegan that I would go out of my way for. Hmm. I I feel like I've kind of gone off sweet things. So no more chocolate bars. I always pick up four of those every time I see them just to have love them um and then there's also a brand called vigo that makes these chocolate bars that taste like nutella which was my vice like oh. i had a lot of nutella before i was See, i actually don't like nutella which everyone finds really no way. Odd. yeah oh i don't God. know why i've just never yeah just not, and i'm not i'm not a big peanut butter person either right i love almond butter so that because I was gonna say, do you just not like nuts? But yeah, and I like cashew butter. Right. But yeah, no, I was never a big like peanut butter Nutella person. Um, I was as well. But yeah, I've seen those vegan ones. Some of my friends that are either vegetarian or vegan would would opt for them, and I always see them. But because they always have hazelnuts in them, I'm always like, I probably won't like it. Because <laughs> they are identical to Nutella. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't then. Which for me is good. Um, yeah. But then some sweet things. I'm really into like. It sounds weird, but like cold cut sort of things. Like oh, I saw your pastrami. The like vegan pastrami meat was it? I just can't hear you there. I think you're. Am I okay now? Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're. You just were blocking your your mic. Um, oh. yeah. Um. Yeah. So the squeaky bean pastrami is so good, and like if I'm passing the fridge, I just have to take a bit and eat it on its own. And <laughs> I really love. Um this vegan bacon i'm obsessed with that and you know i never really ate bacon that much before but now i can't stop eating this vegan bacon um, oh, wow. yeah those are probably my top top vegan treats at the moment but it's always changing yeah and like what's your like favorite meal of the day like are you a low breakfast kind of person or lunch or dinner which is your kind of um at the minute it's lunch because I'm working from home so I'm always like in the morning I'll be like rushing to start work so I'll eat, eat some yogurt or something and then I'll be like counting down until lunch so today I had a huge sandwich that had bacon and pastrami in it vegan obviously <laughs> um it was amazing but then I love cooking dinner um but my mum's been cooking at the minute so yeah it kind of changes I, I love like a big massive brunch at the weekend yeah yeah okay brunch is my favorite at the weekend yeah and like what um what would be your go-to thing when you're out like your go-to kind of something that's vegan that you would opt for for brunch or does it change um well let me think of a brunch I have. 
sometimes oh I know there's this place actually a couple of places do it there's a place in Belfast called Canteen um, and oh. they do a breakfast bath and it comes with a it's just like a, a standard Belfast bath with a Beyond Meat patty vegan cheese tofu bacon and Ballymaloo relish it is oh wow like that's a, yeah that sounds like my favorite brunch item but veganized because yeah. there's a place in Dublin that does like a pork kind of patty uh bacon and I'm pretty sure it has egg on it and then like um the relish as well love it Ooh, I'd say I would love that and what um so what say if you're out and about or if you're in the supermarket and you're unsure if something because not everything will automatically say it's vegan what are the kind of things that you look out for on ingredients and stuff like that yeah it's definitely something that takes getting used to sometimes like if I'm tired I'll turn it over and the font's so small I just give it to my boyfriend I'm like can you check that (laughs) (laughs) I can't be bothered some supermarkets are better than others for putting a vegan label on the front but mm. normally obviously it's up to the brand and they, they don't most of the times um so yeah I'll, I'll turn it over and I'll first look for bold font because obviously well we're lucky that the two of the biggest things are allergens so you're going to see milk or eggs yeah um and then if it's something that's meaty flavored then you know to look for suitable for vegetarians and yeah. if it doesn't have that then you know there's actual meat flavoring in it mm. um, and then the, but there's also weird things like beeswax is in a lot of sweeties that would otherwise be vegan for glazing there's some um colorings some food colorings that i think it begins with a c i think it it, carmine maybe it comes from um beetles beetles yeah i remember like learning that like fairly young and thinking like because some of the the ones i can think of are like skittles and stuff the ones with like the shells and i remember people being like you're eating a beetle when people like found out like where the coloring and stuff comes from um some weird ones yeah and how do you kind of avoid things like so say things that are vegetarian but they'll have like honey and stuff in them like how do you kind of avoid those kind of things you just have to get really good at speed reading yeah (laughs) and skim through the list you'll kind of know like if it's a granola bar or like a cereal you kind of know by the type of product whether or not you need to be looking specifically for something like honey yeah like granola yeah you your automatic thing is yeah just have honey in it (laughs) I mean, um, ideally, you would buy things that have really short ingredient lists because then it's yeah, <laughs> exactly, and it's better for you if you actually understand yeah. all of the ingredients in it. Because I know that was, um, I think it was last year. Because I love the Linda McCartney sausages, mm-hmm. um, and someone, a nutritionist that I know, um, put up a an Instagram post about them. I must see if I can find it. And it was like, because some people will choose the Linda McCartney ones being like, these are so much healthier. But mm-hmm. like, if you read all the ingredients on the back, they're really not because yeah. like, all of the different like additives and stuff in it. And if you've ever had, they're so good, but you know, the Linda McCartney vegan sausage rolls. Yes. They're so good. But okay, like, you're going to tell me. <laughs> yeah. But like they're, some of my friends would be like, I'm going to get a vegan sausage roll because like it's so much healthier. And then I'm like, <laughs> have you the calories are basically the same yeah. <laughs> like it's not it's not as if one is like 
five calories just because it's been and that's definitely something that I paid attention to more once I started having to check the back of packets because I would one example was granola I picked up a bag of Jordan's granola and I looked at I think it was Jordan's and I looked at the back and I was like what do these words even mean and then so mum and I went around the supermarket looking at the backs of everything that we bought that day and we were like put that back like I'm not buying that granola I don't even know what's in it I can make my own with like five ingredients so I just went home and made my own and it was so easy okay it took a lot longer and was a lot of effort but like it's insane the things that we eat it's it's not really fair I feel like the big companies making these foods should make more of an effort to like educate us and also just not fill us with rubbish (laughs) yeah definitely and I think I think like people are getting better like a lot more kind of healthier brands are becoming more kind of cost friendly and but popping up in more mainstream supermarkets so I know like the happy pair stuff is like all over the place now and all the different supermarkets like super value um yeah that's class yeah stocks all kind of happy pair stuff so and then there's like stuff like I don't know if you've ever had Lizzie's granola no haven't heard of that yeah oh I must send you a picture of it it's like um they have like a chocolate granola that's vegan it's so good yeah is that an Irish company uh I actually don't know I'm pretty sure I got it in like a health food store but I've seen it in the general supermarket as well um but yeah it's really good with the Alper soya chocolate yogurt oh my god dreamy I know (laughs) like if you want something especially if you're like it's granola it's basically breakfast (laughs) but it's chocolate (laughs) yeah um and so like when what are your kind of go-to um pantry and fridge essentials that you will always have to hand to ensure that you can kind of stay on track being vegan like now it's obviously second nature to you but in the start like what were your like go-to kind of essentials yeah um probably chickpeas is a big one I always yeah. had a lot of them are kind of similar to things you would have you know in a meat eaters cupboard like t- tomato passata always have loads of tomato passata for making curries chilies pastas um always loads of chickpeas usually would have a block of ch- block of um tofu in the fridge just in case mm. it keeps for ages um things like that are good just when you're not prepared and then probably more importantly for when you're in a rush is having convenient things in the freezer because you know that you'll completely forget about them and then one day there'll be nothing in the fridge you don't have anything fresh and you're like oh what am I gonna do and you can just get a a veggie burger or something out of the freezer and it's there and you're not gonna slip up because you didn't have anything else you know you're always gonna have those options so yeah our freezer is packed we actually need to sort of empty it for Christmas (laughs) (laughs) because they've probably been too prepared but um, yeah and then for a lot of people I'm sure vegan milks is probably a big thing if you drink a lot of tea or coffee um so good to have those and a lot of those are pretty long life as well yeah one like big recommendation because like I if I have say dairy milk which I rarely do I'll still have the lactose free kind of milk I just Mm -hmm. like dairy as much as I love it I don't think it really loves me that much like I've never been officially like told (laughs) I have anything but like I'm like oh I'd love some ice cream that's why I'm so happy Ben and Jerry's brought out the vegan range so like I now I will get my Ben and Jerry but I'll get the vegan one yeah although that is so expensive and it's oh 
I know it's like six euro usually yeah but as, as you say about dairy um not agreeing with you like sometimes people ask me oh like do you feel better you know now that you've been vegan like how's your health and I don't feel any change like I've always felt pretty good so I still feel good which is great but I can't like attribute it to my diet except the one thing is my boyfriend and I have way better skin and I think that's dairy oh especially his like has complete I think it really really changed his skin and a lot of people um I know have had the exact same reaction to stop to stopping drinking milk and yogurt and stuff insane. like that same it's mad yeah because I would just now naturally go towards the like the alpha range and the like mm-hmm. and the non dairy milks and even when I'm out and about if I get I don't drink coffee but if I get um a my like go-to basic girl drink is a matcha latte (laughs) (laughs) if I get a a matcha latte I'll get it with a non-dairy milk but one thing I discovered during like the first lockdown when I wasn't able to deal with my basic girl things (laughs) and go get a matcha latte is the key thing you need in your life for an excellent like hot beverage is barista standard milk because it froths so well and the oatly one or what yeah oatly well i use um the alpro coconut milk um the for professionals it's called you can get it in the vegan kind supermarket um so you can order like a crate of it or a few of them um, and you put it in your milk frother or if you have like a handheld one or you can use your cafeteria and froth it up but it, it it's whatever it's like the Oatly barista one it's whatever way it's like made or something it's kind of creamier so it froths a lot uh-huh. better and it I just makes yeah oh the coconut because I love coconut milk mm-hmm. so the the having like creamy coconut milk in like for if you drink coffee so a coffee in the morning is just yeah. And it's only like, I think it was like two pounds something in the vegan, because I ordered from the vegan kind because I couldn't find it anywhere in Ireland initially, anywhere stocking it. Yeah. So I ordered from the vegan kind um, at the very start of lockdown. Is your crate still going? My, no, I've ordered, I've ordered more since, <laughs> since then. Um, but, and I found an Irish stockist. Um, so Evergreen. Um, I think it's like evergreen.ie they're like an Irish just health food store online they're based in Galway but they do that's another one um if you want to like order on the say island of Ireland um but vegan kind definitely do because I was vegan kind I was getting a delivery from them like every three weeks or something during lockdown because there was all these like because I do love the like vegan snacks and stuff um and like obviously like I live in the countryside so Mm -hmm. like I'm back at my parents house in the countryside so like our local super value isn't going to stock up my dad calls like notion foods like the foods where you go in and like they'll have like the seaweed things or the like Mm -hmm. the quinoa chips and all (laughs) those things so yeah the vegan kind at least once a month we're delivering (laughs) snacks to my house um perfect um I think maybe just to kind of wrap it up then if we what are your kind of five tips for someone who is maybe doing veganuary at the moment or just considering in 2021 making that transition over to a vegan diet okay 
I'll try. I'll try and count because I'll be rubbish at this. But no, <laughs> you're fine. Five. Because of five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So number one is I touched on this earlier. Take it easy and mm-hmm. do it gradually if you can. I mean, if you want to go ahead and do the January, do it. But if you if you don't make it, try again and do it gradually. You know, remove yeah. one thing at a time. Take it easy. There's no need to rush. You know, making a little change is better than doing nothing. So you should be really happy with that. Mm. Um, and then number two is to go easy on yourself. I think is really important because I think people would maybe try and then feel bad and think, oh, I'm just not going to bother anymore. I can't do that. If you slip up and you eat something that has milk in it or whatever it's no big deal like whatever you're doing such a class thing just keep going these things happen like yeah um number three have fun try new recipes follow um like vegan youtubers oh god I could watch vegan youtube videos for hours try new recipes like treat it as a fun activity cook for your family and your friends um and and yeah really enjoy it and don't uh, don't let yourself get into situations where you're gonna feel like you're missing out like don't go to a steakhouse with your friends yeah. <laughs> Try to <be> somewhere different <laughs> I remember um, when one of my one of my friends was going vegan at the start her like favorite thing to do was to like make food for her and her boyfriend and her uh-huh. big thing was like that doesn't have meat in it and he'd be like amazed because it'd be things like a lasagna or something but her proud thing was her being like her trying to make her kind of staple favorites because she loves like pasta and stuff and obviously Mm -hmm. general kind of pasta on a shelf would have like egg um and stuff in it so then she was kind of like substituting different kind of things in and Mm -hmm. making kind of um the pasta kind of sheets out of like veg But she was like, her proud thing was like, every time she used to give it to me, she used to eat it, she'd be like, that doesn't have meat in it. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It's a fun activity. And then you can be proud. Like you've, you've achieved something, like you've learned something new. It's a yeah. step. Really cool. Um, and okay, we're at number four. Number four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number four um, oh God, I don't know. I'd say staples. Like, yeah. <laughs> like like you said like because and like planning ahead because yes maybe not so much now because a lot of people are still working from home so you kind of have the luxury of being at home in your own kitchen so mm-hmm. it's easier but if you don't necessarily if you were the person before 2021 that didn't bring in their lunch yes. maybe get into the habit of doing that because where you work might necessarily it might just have like a deli beside it and you're not always going to get Exactly. Options. So yeah. find out what's your favorite and prepare it in advance. Yeah. So you're gonna be like satisfied and not feeling sad and hungry. Yeah. Not going for a packet of crisps. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. And I think maybe if you're going vegan and you're in the midst of it, and if you're struggling, it's never a bad thing to watch one of those documentaries. Um. Because. Mm it might keep you on the tracks it might help you sort of remember while you're doing it why you're doing it sorry um and continuing to sort of educate yourself if you're interested in it um and I think yeah just chatting about it with your friends if your friends are happy to chat about it and talking about it with your family I think it's it's an interesting sort of hobby so 
yeah. yeah introduce people to you if you want yeah amazing um thanks so much and I think one of the big things to kind of take away for anyone listening is if you have kind of no intention of going vegan <laughs> um, but you're listening along maybe like half one or two days a week where you just don't eat meat um and start to cut down on your consumption so like your dad like he is just pescatarian now um which is a step in like the right direction so and it's it's kind of we're so kind of like we're, we've so many kind of opportunities now in terms of like you yeah. can go to like a vegan restaurant you can go to a vegan eatery like bring friends along make it fun um and stuff like that so I think I think it's not as bad as it would have been three or four years ago which it was probably the last time I attempted to go well to properly go vegan and there wasn't as much choice so I felt like I was like I didn't have all the options whereas now there's so many vegan sweets and yeah and that's yeah what the one last thing you said there which is really important I think to acknowledge it is a very, very privileged position to be in, to be able to choose to have this diet because the majority of people in the world could never. So, you know, if you're in a position where you can give it a go and you want to give it a go, then that's super cool. Um, Yeah. uh, Enjoy if you do. And if you don't, that's fine too. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, we'll we'll still accept you. But even like (laughs) making little changes, like over time, maybe buying instead of buying dairy yogurt buy non-dairy yeah. yogurt and mm-hmm. instead of buying dairy milk buy non-dairy milk and like mm-hmm. little things here and there like you don't need to go out and do this big sophisticated shop yeah. with all of these substitutes but um it all yeah. adds up it's all the same direction same color. yeah well perfect <laughs> well thank you so much um if you want to just let people know maybe where they can find you on tiktok and and thereabouts yeah so you can follow me at soapy bubs that's with a z at the end it's kind of weird (laughs) perfect um well thank you so much for for coming on and chatting to us all about um veganism and veganuary thanks for having me danielle it's been a pleasure thank you for tuning in to another legal diaries podcast be sure to follow along on all the social media channels at legaldiaries.ie on instagram www.legaldiaries.ie and on twitter it's legal at legal diaries underscore ie thank you